Yo, what's up, y'all? This be Johnny and J-Mo from State of Shit Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. All right. I think I'm going to need to start clearing some memory on here. They're going to try to they try and play me on this one. But all right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Steer the Ship Podcast Sports Edition. You know what I'm saying? This beat your boys, Johnny and J-Mo713. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so welcome back to another week, week six of the NFL, right? Week six, right? Week five? We're in week five? I thought we was already past week five. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, well, well, nah, because the wreck. Yeah, you're right. Because Week six. Uh, we are in week six. Somebody is four and one. Yeah, we are in week six. I yeah. kind of forget. Yeah. So, yeah, welcome back to like, you know, week six. I knew I was on my shit, man. I was looking at stats like earlier tonight, even though I was like, early last night, even though I was like, you know, tired and whatnot. But yeah, man. So, the latest news in the NFL, John Gruden. Let's get it started, dude. And I've been wanting to talk to you about this. I think you did more research about this topic than I did because I only heard what I heard because, you know, I work night shift. So whatever I hear on the, on the notifications, that's what I see and shit. But I wasn't able to really look at anything last night because, you know, the lack of sleep, I'll say, that I, have, that I was receiving. So all we know is that john gruden had to resign from the la well the las vegas the las vegas the lvs <laughs> the lvs like louis vuittons and shit like that the las vegas raiders for some comments that he made like in some emails and stuff you know what i'm saying some was racist some people would say some were homophobic some would say like you know transphobic whatever the shit that fuck that shit man yeah guess transphobic like against trans people yeah same thing shit. like homophobia but just take the homo and put the trans there that shit's stupid. and um what's the word for like like you know when you belittle women sexist sexist pretty much you could say sexist it was something misogynistic. else yeah misogynistic that's the word yeah so you know he was saying some shit that was pretty much like I want to say a typical white American, a typical racist white American or something like that. <laughs> but I wouldn't even call this kind of, I don't even know why I would call this because um, I really would really like to call this the hypocrisy of the NFL. Yeah, and of the nation, of a people. Mm-hmm. Because I want to say this, man. I recently just went up and I was reading some articles and shit like that. These, he's been saying these comments, what they say he's been saying for a while man he wasn't even like like for a while like they could even date this shit back when he wasn't even employed with the nfl but he was employed with espn yeah but that's where all of the emails come from between 2010 and 2018 so he wasn't basically when he got hired he stopped emailing because he was emailing bruce allen the uh general manager for the washington football team and we all know they got a lot of shit going on over there with the NFL. So the NFL is investigating everything over there. No, they had went workplace problems and shit. So they was going through the emails and all that shit. And imagine being that nigga that's like, hey, man, you got to go through these emails. And you got like fucking a million, two million emails to go through. And you get to John Group and then you start seeing all this crazy shit. Yeah. So that's basically how it happened. And I, the human part of me, let me just say this real quick. Because I, some of the shit he said, I would never say to people or about people. Because I'm not, I don't give a fuck about people that much, to be honest. But 
the name calling shit, like a lot of the shit, I ain't gonna lie, I call niggas bitch ass niggas, pussy ass niggas, fake ass niggas, like when I'm talking to my homeboys, so I ain't gonna cap like I don't sit back and say some offensive, offensive things behind the scenes and like we all just sit back here and say stuff to people's face, the same shit we say behind their back. True, true. So true, I wanna get that true. out the way, but some of the shit he said was, for one, when you wanna be employed by people or you are employed by people of a public entity, you always gotta watch what you say. You can't beat me who, shit, ESPN can't fire me because they never hired me. You know what I'm saying? NFL can't fire me because they never hired me. So when you got that type of shit going on, you have to watch what you saying. But the shit he said though, I ain't gonna lie, I was surprised. Like, because I really wanted to know <laughs> the shit that he was saying because I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm one of the people who have not seen these emails yet. And I actually wanna see exactly what the fuck this dude saying. And he stuff. called Roger Goodell a faggot, quote unquote. And he called him a clueless <laughs> anti-football <laughs> pussy. See what I'm saying? Like some of the shit he said was like, "Damn, that man got a hell of a mouth on him." Clueless, anti-football pussy. But he was calling him anti-football because of a lot of the safety. Anti-football pussy. A lot of the safety stuff that's going on. A lot of the, you know, what I'm saying that was going on at that time. Yes, 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 yes. You know, it's kind of being, it's kind of hard to play defense in the NFL now. John Gruden said that Roger Goodell need to go hide in his concussion protocol tent. Like so that lets that you know how he felt about. That thing. <laughs> Damn, that's kind of raunchy right he there. He was that's mad juicy. at Roger Goodell because remember Michael Sam, the guy that came out as gay a while ago. He used to play yeah, for Missouri. He's yeah, going yeah. to the draft. He said that Roger Goodell forced, I think it was the St. Louis Rams at the time to pick up Michael Sam, which we all know Michael Sam. I mean, you make it off the practice squad. He practiced for them niggas. And yeah, it's kind of fucked up how they did Michael Sam. The, like uh, he, he he had a preseason, and then that was it. He got cut. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he. I mean, yeah, that was fucked up how they did him, just to say the least. Yeah, they did Michael Sam. They did Michael Sam like bad. Even I have to say, I said they did him bad, dog. But it's whatever. Honestly, can I just be? I just feel like what he tried to do didn't work. Cause I, I'm, it's like this, right? Why would you have to come out and say I'm gay? What is the point in it? I still don't understand that. That's like me coming out and saying I'm a football fan or I'm a. What is the? What are you trying to gain from that? I just want to know that, that to some this day. people. Do you believe that some people are probably being used as puppets, or they? I know they be, are, they, but they I don't know like who and because what? because it's a good question that you just said. Like, why do you have to come out? Why exactly? That's why I have to say like, why do you have to like come out and let let people know about it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you've been mistreated, if there's something that. That, like that we have to know because it, it goes one way you got a lot of people to get offended when people are asking them about their personal lives but then you have a lot of people to just come out and volunteer information that could possibly hurt them they don't want it to we don't want it to but the reality of it is it could it possibly, could possibly hurt, you. hurt you so you trying to get into a business get into a career well, I'm pretty sure you have a lot of people depending on you, and your main focus is letting everybody know about your personal life instead of letting them know and I, how good of a football player I am. Look, y'all go check out yeah, this game. Yeah, and I feel, and I feel like when, if you gotta let people know more about your sexuality than your talent, then you you you're riding the wave off of that shit. And like, that's what I kind of yeah, you riding the wave like, off of it. That's just like the same thing with Takashi. I'm about to call him Takashi Six Nine. I'm sorry uh, for with, with Lil Nas X, man. At first, man, like my boy, like my homie, he asked me. Even when when Lil Nas X even came out the closet, like, is this gonna hurt his career? And I was like, there are artists just like him who are 
gay You know what I'm saying But they don't let that shit dictate their life It all depends on what he does with it And what did he do with it We already know I'm not gonna say he nothing He rode the wave Yeah he rode the wave of it And It's like really Are you are you using this Like it's like It's like It's like you, You're basically Now you're, you're You're making yourself look like a um, What do I wanna call it A gimmick Yeah and then I've always been taught To be one of those guys To stand on whatever you gonna believe in So If you are gay but right if, now that recently there's a, a, a NFL player who did come out uh, uh come out as homosexual. And guess who uh, he played for? The Las Vegas Raiders, like the Las Vegas Raiders. Carl yeah. Nassib, he played for the Raiders. Yep. But he was already established. His contract yeah, he was already, already signed. signed. Exactly. He already got on the NFL he played a, field he and play, showed that he can compete. He played. He played. We had to do. He, he he didn't even he didn't even try. He, and we still and to this day. I don't think most people even know the guy still. Like some people don't know that. Yeah, man, there is a gay actor player right now in the NFL. I just think it don't. It's uh, not much of no a one, big and, deal. And we don't give a fuck. It's not much. Yeah, Boom, and we don't care. He proved what he can do on the field. It's whatever, man. Yeah. So I just feel like with Michael Sam, he kind of he tried to be a guy that like caught like i'm the first person to do this and like all yeah. that he tried to put too much of that sauce on that yeah, way he yeah, really should have just got into in order like i'm gonna say this for the gay people he did them a disservice because if he wanted to put quote unquote or be gay in the nfl then maybe he should have got in the nfl and been gay because like this i'm gonna ask you a question johnny it's a kind of a rhetorical question but it's kind of like why do people not want tim tebow as a backup quarterback other than the fact he's not the greatest quarterback in the world the uh circus that would be around it why yeah, would, why would a I, circus. I got a starting quarterback that's over here chilling, but they all over here. The media's over here talking to my backup, and that's kind of how it would be. If it's a distraction. Yeah. So why would I want you? And I know the media. All they want to talk about is this. This is they're gonna be their main focus if I bring you to my camp. They want to be talking about the gay player I mean, for and real, this man. and that. So it's like anything that takes the focus away from football is disrespectful to the team. And he kind of did himself a disservice in that fashion. All right, hold up. Um, give us a second, guys, because I did not know that the Gardeners was going to be around here in a minute. Just give us a quick, quick second, and we'll be back. After these messages. All right, yeah, we're back. We're back, man. Hey, yeah, it wasn't no annoying Gardeners around here. It was actually one of my annoying neighbors with a fucking big-ass leaf blower. He better keep his garage door uh, um, open. He better keep his garage door closed because some appliances just go missing in the middle of the fucking night we're saying that my neighborhood's like that but anyways <laughs> let's continue with this shit man we're on john gruden and some of his hurtful comments that he was saying about some people within the nfl organization and whatnot um we said our little piece about like well, well anyways let's continue with this all right i want to give a quote from the nfl real quick go ahead do it it says the email from john gruden denigrating demar smith is appalling abhorrent and wholly contrary to the nfl's values we condemn the statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on mr smith or anyone else but that was before the gay stuff got out or the stuff he said that was against gays against women and against trans people all that other stuff this was just when the Damar Smith emails were released, which honestly is kind of weird to me because okay, the so NFL already knew all of the shit. Exactly. So why would they just exactly. speak on that like they didn't and know that? That's why else? I kind of call this shit a little hypocrisy right here, man. Because I'm gonna just let I'm gonna just flatly lay it out right here, man. The NFL, even though we are fans of football and whatnot, the NFL is inherently racist. 
is a racist systematic system prejudice like i know it's a racist i don't want to say prejudice i'll say it's a, it's a systematic racist system you want to know how i could tell you why mm-hmm. 32 teams none of them have a black owner and stuff like that all these owners are old white dudes and shit like that now prejudice is like hey you show it on your show on your sleeve how, how you how you are but systematically i don't see no black owner it's just basically 32 slave owners yeah but i would say i said prejudice over racist because racist got something to do with the superior the superiority of your race or you being against a certain skin tone i don't feel i feel like if uh, uncle tom ass nigga and it ain't not just owner what i mean by racist is even getting a job with these people i feel like if a a stand-up guy step up in there and be like on some his shit cultural black man they gonna be like nah he's too strong of a person his personality may be too exactly. strong but yeah. if you get a black man in there he could be blacker than black but if he got that mentality they looking for in my, my opinion like that that willy-nilly ass shit he willing to go with whatever they want he see things how they see it and yeah I but that's like working with the system so that is like something like systematic racism yeah it's systematic racism but i'm saying you gotta play because you yeah, have but to let me explain it like uh-huh. i said i believe it's systematic racism but the system is ran by the people I feel like the people are prejudiced. I feel like a owner, Jerry Jones, I feel like he'll hire somebody black. Of course he but will. But they, they gotta have his mind thinking. He wouldn't hire a real nigga. See, prejudice is like, I'm against a certain thing that a certain people may do. Like black people, I always tell people, they might like black people, but they don't like niggas. You know exactly. what i Cause think about it, cause think about it. It's like, John Gruden said something about Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Who else did he talk about in a racist manner? Did he say anything else racist? Well, nah, he talked the most shit about Roger Goodell, though. Yeah, the exactly, but he was calling Roger oh, Goodell a pussy. He called him names, and that's all he did to Damar Smith. See, honestly, look, <laughs> we like the everything, like, we, no cap, if I was to put, like, we was to put on the whiteboard, say, racist things to say, that would be under there. Like, of big racist. lips. No, I'm just saying, like, that would be under there. Of course, like, yo, ties of lips, calling a person yeah, a monkey, some things big like nose, that. But me, blah, blah, me blah. having big lips as a human being, if a white person and we, I'm t- talking shit about me, I'm going to look at him and say some shit about I see, did I see on him. His mm-hmm. nose might be big or small, his ear, like whatever I see, I'm going to say. Small, so narrow, I might, small with narrow your nose. Look, with your pointed head lip, or whatever lips. it may be. So my lips being big have always been, or my nose being big have always been talk points. So a white person, but my, doing what black people do. Yeah. Is pointing out shit that ain't always racist. Yeah, so check this out. But my point on what I want to make is this: like, okay, so John Gruden says this about Demarcus Smith, right? He is like Morris. Yeah, I mentioned Demarcus Smith. Like, you know, yeah, he's um pretty much uh like he runs like the 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 the, the um the NFL like Players Association. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay, they don't like this one. What about Colin Kaepernick and stuff like that? What about those type of players that pretty much got blacklisted because what they did for their stance and stuff like that? They kind of like stood up against the system because they didn't like how they how they were doing their how they were doing their um what you'll call it their um their protests, their peaceful protests, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So how how do how do you feel about that in those in those senses right there? Like as I look at, it, I'm like now nah, that's why I call the hypocrisy right here because it's like black players couldn't like stand up for themselves and shit like that use their platform to talk about um, to speak out against prejudice against black people get x'd out you feel me yeah 
John Gruden just said one thing, like said something that was racist. And I ain't gonna even knock that against one player. That's why I'm asking, was there more people? Okay, that he was it may have been a racist, <clears throat> but do you think he had racial intentions? He was mad at Roger Goodell. But I'm saying he was obviously mad at Demar Smith too. Because yeah. Demar Smith, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, like outside of this, Demar Smith is really not respected in his position. But we'll talk about that. At, we could literally talk about that at another time. Yeah, yeah. Like his own people don't fuck with him, but they wouldn't say that shit about him. Which I'm pretty sure. I, let me look up that nigga. Yeah, we need to look more I'm about into to look this, at this No, I'm about to look up this nigga face. Yes. Oh God, it. because if do this it. nigga lifts the size of mine. I guarantee you, every race have caused this nigga big lips before. You talking to a nigga with big lips, dog? Yeah, like, dumbo lips. My nose and my lips are big. It's not because if a person say that shit, trust me, my now my nose yeah. was small and they call me big nose. Yeah. Now they being racist as fuck, but exactly. it's literally not racist to point out something on someone that if it's true. So if this nigga lips big, tires. yeah, so he might literally just be capping on a nigga. He he said Roger Goodell need to go chill up in the protocol tent. You know what I'm saying? Hide up in the protocol tent. So like literally he's just a nigga that when he feel away about some shit, he just say some off the wild ass shit. Now I just don't like how, how everybody is highlighting that. I'm like, man, you gotta talk about the overall picture in this motherfucker. But hopefully we get a chance to see it because uh the NFL PA is petitioning, not petitioning, but they asking the NFL to release the emails. Cause that's why how I end up finding out what he said anyway, is because <clears throat> I was trying to find the emails exactly, and read them I was myself. Like, hey, these was emails. I'm like, damn, bro, who the fuck gave you up like this? Who did you send this to and gave and gave you up like this? And these emails have been like, these are these these emails, these emails are ten years old, pretty much. They're dating back ten years ago. So <clears throat> this was something else. Yeah, so this like was I personal. This was personal. This, this sounds personal. Yeah, but then then and then us as people, I can't care. We just hella sensitive when white people talk about us because every time a white person have talked about us in the past, you know, before we was born and shit, it was racist and history and what we were taught growing up is how. When, well, now I'm not gonna lie, a lot of white people say shit. I don't know. I don't now. I'm not get this shit out the way. I don't let nobody say no crazy shit to me personally. Mm. But I don't get so quick to call it like. When my people do shit, it's, it ain't racist sometimes. It's some whole ass shit. And sometimes when a white person do it, it's not racist. It's just some whole ass shit. I don't tolerate that either. But I be wanting to separate the talk. Do I believe John Gruden is racist? Nah. I believe he a cocky ass nigga. Yeah. He a nigga <clears throat> that feel like. He'll talk his shit. Yeah, he's just a cocky motherfucker. Probably like, I can't. I wish that we could go into every email. All the emails. And then we would, I guarantee you got some niggas talking shit about this. There's no white bitch ass, white boy, and la la this and that. Like, just how we talk as an American. Like, they don't talk like this everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. We grew up, mm -hmm. or we are petitioned, or we are uh, conditioned, there we go, to talk and think a certain way. So we talk shit, but we see shit as we walk so offensive a lot. We walk on eggshells yep. around each other. For because real. some of the shit that, I'm not going to get into it, but if you want to look at that, people want to look into it. Some of the shit Sage still said and got people were so offended about. It's fucking stupid. It's the shit Dave Chappelle said. Some of the people, like, some of the shit could be, okay, like, he maybe shouldn't have said it, but to be so out of arms about it, like, you agree with nothing he said, it's stupid. Yeah, the people, like, who, who disagree with Dave Chappelle on the closure, I literally say, you didn't watch. <clears throat> you did not watch. With an open mind. If you you did. did not watch that, 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 um, that. That, that stand up um that stand up special it was good too it was really good i was like it starts out it starts out slow first but it's, but it starts out slow first but it's real good man you know what i'm saying and it's like you have to really look at it in the open mind and whatnot it's like 
man the shit that he said is like it's really like some it's what we really feel as black americans like for real for real i'm not gonna even try to spoil none of the shit we could talk about the talking points on it but i'm the overall thing you have to look at it with a real open mind man for real no matter what stance you stand on especially if you're on the other side who he was talking against yeah it's too sensitive too sensitive and choose to be understood but choose not to understand well want to be understood but choose not to understand and those people are that's the majority right now mm-hmm. and then just, he's a comedian and i always said it with my philosophy man comedians are the realest motherfuckers that we know they are they are the realest motherfuckers that we know you cannot you cannot like comedians tell it how it is in their perspective which we have which which you which it has like a, a light to it you know what i'm saying i yeah. mean think about it when it comes to comedy because it's the closure and shit like that when it comes to comedy this is the one thing i'm gonna just talk about richard Pryor. how the fuck can you actually make a stand like you can make a bit about yourself you made a fucking comedy bit about yourself smoking cocaine i mean smoking base cocaine pretty much before like that's when it was called crack you know what i'm saying because richard probably did that shit he talked about it and and joked at himself about it yeah comedians are so fucking real like they like i said they're so real that they'll take a dark situation and make the shit funny and that's how they do is they just <clears throat> but it's okay because that's life we live in now like everybody is just so offended about everything like mm-hmm. man come on dude like everything and i, I have why, a big stance i stand on when it comes to i'm just a person that want to be free so I'm not choosing to think. I choose to not think like everybody else. Like I, I'm thinking. Now, if my thought t- tends to be happens to be similar to yours, I'm not gonna change my thought. But and we shouldn't. And we it's shouldn't. like I don't look at Instagram on how a man should be when the chicks posting all of this shit on. Don't you know, your man should be this, that, or this? You or you can If you got these three things, you a real. The I don't funny thing get about into, that is like like yeah, I don't listen to other people when it come when it dictates my realm. It's my realm, you know what I'm saying? Like that, for instance, of a woman talking about this is how a man should be. I'm like, this is how she thinks a man should be in her perspective. That's the kind of nigga she in want. Her perspective. Not all niggas is gonna be like what you want, and most women probably don't even want what you want in the model like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I just try to stay. And besides, I ain't gonna lie. As a man, I wouldn't even listen to a woman tell me and dictate how I should be. If you go, like real talk. You might as well go back and look at Kevin Samuels' old shit if you need to talk about like what a man should do and what he should not do. He don't tell him what a man should be. This is what you should do and should not do as a man. Yeah. And you will evolve into the man that you are. But I was just... I don't let nothing, like just based on what you just said, I don't let nothing dictate to me how I should live. And how I should feel about something. I do feel like when they was talking about the transgender people using the restroom with a nigga, I did think it was weird, but what the crazy part about it is, is I never even thought about me. I always just thought about the kids. And I might sound like cliche or some weird shit, but honestly, like, yeah. I never even thought about me it'll being in a restroom a kid. with fuck a, a person boy. like that. I thought about my nephew being in there, like how the same uh, scenario Dave Chappelle pointed out. I thought about being my nephew. You know what I'm saying? And me not having to explain to him no shit, because that's already explained. Trust me, me and my nephews and these talk about gays. We talk about transgender. We mm-hmm. talk about the culture of how I feel like shit is going being pushed on kids. And as far as not even just gay shit, but the gang shit, all of that shit. I try to tell them what's real and what's fake. And we that's why you got to get away from all that internet shit, the yeah, television and all that shit. Yeah, but they can't get away shit. from it because that shit it's everywhere. It's in their face. And yeah. I ain't in their face all the time to say no. 
So all I gotta do is educate them on what the fuck they looking at. Be exactly. like, yeah, yeah, I watch so some some of the shit I watch it with them. Exactly. And when I'm watching it with them, I'm pointing that shit out as I see it. I be like, you see all them niggas right there with a gun. I be like, I promise you, bro, niggas come shoot me. All them niggas running, or if one of them niggas shoot somebody and they trying to take all them niggas to jail, they gonna snitch on that nigga so they can say like, them niggas ain't all real because they chilling with a gun, bro. Yeah, bro, they all in the yeah, hood. Real life is a motherfucker beef. The real life is it's a motherfucker, man. It ain't like how it is on the television. I break that shit is so theatric. That shit is so fucking theatric, man. Shit, when you really in that interrogation room and shit like that, when you really in is in jail, it's nothing like what the fuck you see. I teach them about respect, like what really matters out here. Like fuck friends, nigga. As long as you got respect out here, it's cool to have people you fuck with, and that you might have some good friends, and that's cool too. But if you ain't got respect out here, you really ain't gonna survive. Like I just the life of game of first rule in life is survive. Yes. Cause no matter what goal you chase, what you pretty doing, much survival. That's the game. Yeah, we in a survival game, and people tend to think we in a motherfucking kitty game where we can just play around and take our time and lallygag, and then we look up and be on our deathbed and shit ain't nothing happened for us, but dying. We lived and died. Exactly. So we All we got to. in this world is time, and we gotta be precious with it too. Yeah. So you I gotta just, do something with your time. Exactly. Yeah. Then I, I always, hate that I shit got when to I a waste. point in my life. Where my goals had to change, right? Mm -hmm. So when my goals changed from the shit it had when I was younger, not even a kid, when I was in my older teens and into my twenties, the goals I had when those some of them came through and most of them didn't, I had to change my goals. But one of my goals had changed into the kids. I'm like, shit, I ain't gonna be that nigga. I might be the nigga, but I ain't gonna be that nigga like how I they feel, could be. I feel our purpose, like we have to find our purpose in this world to where it's like, how can we pass it down to the to the to the descendants? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how do how do we leave our mark in this world for people to remember us? And how can that memory enhance them to advance their movement in life? Yeah, I just do. Pretty much, them. life is a movement. It's because 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 that's that's what we, we know the circle of life. So, a circle is a continuous movement, pretty much in 360 motion. Yeah, and that's all it is. I feel that's what it is because we live we live forever in memory. You know so, what I mean? my goal is to with the kids obviously it's just to i spend a little time with them give them a little game but my main goal is once i get on my little shit, i got some we'll talk about that off air but it's to get them in some shit. Mm -hmm. because i took it took me i was hustling at a younger young age like oh, i've yeah, been hustling know. my whole life man you know but to know. get into yes. some uh not selling dope or nothing just doing no 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 shit. i never yes, really saw yes dope. yes man when but, i met uh, you though we just we did almost anything that i'm sorry guys that's how personal is gonna get right here just this bit man but when i met this nigga we would do anything literally to make a buck so like for real <laughs> it took me like when i got to like 22 23 i, I finally like I, did something for myself like finally start trying to mow lawns and do all that shit it was just weird shit. it was small shit but it was just something i was doing on my own time and i want my nephew he's 15 now he got his first job already too he go to work and i want him to mm. yeah all right very clean hold on let me see let me see what i got this oh shit, that's loud as fuck uh, that's a loud applause he needed yeah that. yeah but uh <laughs> Next, i'm gonna work out i'm gonna work with the fade out on the applause by the time spring roll around i need them niggas working for themselves. i need him on lawns and all that shit for one so he can control his paper he can learn how to build and you know portion mm -hmm. and for two he can learn how to balance time and money mm -hmm. that's what i was just talking to my counselor about i was telling she was talking about all this money and i'm like well no nah, i don't want fuck all the money if i ain't got the time i You're need right. to get an x amount of dollars and then i can create x amount of time for myself to sit back because i done gave you know because time is money when they say time is money 
Put it like this. If I pay my bills ahead three, four months at a time, guess what I got? Time. Yes, it do. You know what I'm saying? But if I my bills are behind, then I'm negative on time. So it's like not even just when they say time is money, it's like money creates space and time. Even the security of having money in a bank account, if something happens, you have you don't have to yeah, yeah you ain't got to be like well shit i gotta go some overtime or let me try to sell something or you can just go straight to it save you t- money saves you time every time you get, can skip the line at the club you can skip the line at the roller coaster place you can reserve your fucking place and at that's the why restaurant. i work for i ain't gonna lie and that's why i actually kind of work for because you know me man i ain't gonna lie like it got rough in the in the beginning of the year it got fucking rough and luckily Luckily, I did have enough money to where it's like I didn't have to really worry about like, yeah, I got to do this shit now. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm playing catch up. I got no problems. I got no worries. No quarrels I have about as big as it was before. You feel me? But I feel you on that one because I'm working and I'm working and it's and it's, and it's going. It's going. But Lord, that's what I'm really working for right now. I'm working for time. Time. I'm, like, I'm literally working for time right now. Like like my fucking manager is trying to talk to me. Like, I don't know. He's been trying to talk to me lately. Just weird, friendly shit. On some weird, friendly shit. You know how I feel about him. But on some weird, friendly shit, he just like, just... I don't know what he's feeling about or something like that, but I'm just like he's just talking about me. I'm just working to get some money. I'm working to get this money. I'm working to get this money. Obviously, he just on work to get some probably get ready for the holidays. While I'm, I'm thinking, thinking, I'm working for time. I'm here working yeah, for time because a lot of people don't understand the balance of time and money. I don't. I truly, say I got the I got the items. It took me forever yeah. to think yeah. about it like that, like literally, and I it took me going to work. When you at work and you realize when you go from not having a job, you got all the time in the world, you ain't got no fucking money. You like, fuck, I need some money. Then when you go to work, you getting all of the money, but you ain't got no fucking time. You tired on the weekends, exactly. you tired when you get off work. Exactly. Got, you yeah. spend 40 plus hours at the J-O-B at least a week. So it's like, damn, I ain't got no time. I can't go nowhere. If I go somewhere, it got to be like there and back. It's like... Then you okay i need time that's why people love them vacations but that's why people who got passive incomes or people who can make enough money like a lot of truck drivers can do or certain people with certain professions where they control their own time like shit, man time and money man if you can balance that out in life that's when you can live the best life you can never live i don't give a fuck how much money you got like elon musk that nigga don't never stop working he got 222 billion dollars in work more hours than you a week how can he fucking have fun in his life? Which all his his life is just driven. Mm-hmm. All he want to do is get shit done, get shit done, get shit done, get shit done. Get shit done. That's good. He don't know. It's cool, but how much shit can you really do? Like that's a crazy worth ethic. It's crazy, but it's to the point where he's too focused on his afterlife, in my opinion, than he is on his life on Earth. He worried about what so much worried about what he's gonna be remembered for that he never gonna really live his life. Hmm. He'll just be building shit, making shit, creating. That's shit. like most millionaires. I always tell I always tell people, right? The the average oh the average person retires like pretty much like in their 60s. 65 is pretty much average retirement age right there, right? But a millionaire don't ever really retire. They don't ever really retire. They just keep fucking working and keep working. Well beyond the average age. Of retirement mm-hmm. i mean for real it's like damn they really do work for real the rich people work on like like you know rich people are workaholics yeah but i would we see the glamour of it and shit you know what i'm saying we want to relax because we're because we struggle you feel me we struggle and whatnot but in order to maintain like it's easy to get to the top 
it's hard to maintain. Can I be honest with you? They just don't know how to balance time and money. The rich why people? you think? Yeah. Why you think that they don't get enough time to spend with their wives, their kids? They miss out on every fucking thing yeah. in life. Like. You gotta balance that shit out. I don't that care money. how much money. Once you chase that money, you lose you time. You can't take none of that exactly shit with you. What you was just talking about? Yeah, that that, so that hit me in the head like cool. a nail. Damn. That's why I say I want to be. Damn. That's why I say billionaire status. I could probably not even Jay Z now. Do you think Jay Z working 40, 60 hours a week? Fuck no. He got he met the money. He let money work for him. He get to the point where Elon Musk can hire everybody and still get just as much done as he wanted. But how can one actually find a way to get the money to work for them? That's a one thing. I've been it's hiring to do. the people to do the shit you was doing to get the money. A team. So if you were selling crack to get money, make sell enough dope to get a nigga to sell the dope for you. If you much truck yeah. driving, get you one truck, save money, get you two, three trucks, and get niggas to drive for you. That's how it is. Like Jay Z, he was rapping. Guess what niggas do for Jay Z now? They rap. They for rap him. for him. He has his own label. He was promoting other people's shit. Now people promote his shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Rock team. Shit Technically, is- okay. So that's one thing. Get a team to promote something that you do. Like if you actually have like the the knack to create, like I guess a boat, a bundle, or a bulk of 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 of, of any type of service and goods. Get somebody out there that's gonna fucking you know push that for you. You gotta pay them so your money is coming back if they yeah. get you a profit. And that's what you call. That's how you can get a lot of shit done at one time. That's creating jobs. That's why Jay Z could be literally <laughs> that's creating jobs. Jay Z could literally be getting ten checks at one time, and he could be literally just sitting on the couch watching TV with Beyonce while all them checks being made. That's what I mean. Time and money. You could be Elon Musk out here working sixty plus hours a week, one job in fucking California, the other job in South Texas. Damn nigga I know he got a private jet So that's just like me Driving across town But shit Like come on dude Relax Relax man Like Sip but at some this wine, point bro. He we can't Sell some of this loyalty wine That we got at from At this Jay point Prince, he, he won't be able to Because the race He put himself in Like Jay Z was just racing with 100 million dollar niggas Once he got to a billy He was cool in life this nigga chasing uh Jeff Bezos. He trying to, you know what I'm saying? He trying to literally remain the mid- richest man in the world. So he got to stay up at like two hundred. Yeah, you got to stay. You got to stay running with Jeff Bezos if you trying to do that. If that's like that. Is that's a that's a forever race. But he got more money than that's, Jeff right now, and that's what's crazy. But, but it's a forever race, dude, because you can't fall off because Jeff no. can catch you at any you moment. One bad you day, Amazon, nigga. son. You Amazon, son. You have one bad day, but that's how you know. Bro, yeah, it's too much money into that shit. Bro. That's stressful, dog. Stop, stop. Even, well, if it's a competition, it's what it is, what it is. But I wouldn't even stress That's myself on no shit like that. Yes, at it that is. Point, because at that competition, nigga, Jay Z live like however he want to live. You can't tell me that Elon Musk live better than Jay Z, and he got two hundred and twenty more billion dollars than this nigga. He possibly do. I don't know like how. I don't know. He probably do. What could you afford with? Like Jay Z already got the G six. Yeah, he got the two hundred fifty million dollar yacht. He got. Yeah, I must don't. I don't know what that man. He has. got a hundred plus million dollar crib. That's just the one in LA. He got a spot down over there in motherfucking uh, New York too. He still got the big old nice apartment. Elon Musk don't have that. I'm not saying he don't. I'm saying Jay Z got just as much. Yeah, Jay Z. Yeah. So what I'm saying so is, what's the point? My point in saying that is. It's a pissing contest Because once you get to A certain amount of money You can't do nothing With the rest of that shit anyway So basically It's like Jay-Z Don't even have to flex as much As Elon Musk has to flex Elon Musk don't flex Like even though Elon Musk is Busting his ass Still busting his ass And don't even have to Bust his ass And shit like that It's like It's like 
Jay Z just chilling and he's like, I'm pretty much still in the same race. Said I'm, I'm still head to head with you, dog. But you working too hard. Okay, I give you a quick example. Go Jeff ahead. Bezos was the richest man in the world for a year, two years, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He decided to <clears> step down as running the business and let somebody else run the business for him. Now he the second richest man in the world, right? So now he can't be so like he split two. that. So so when he stepped down, he had to split his he shares. He had to pay somebody. Yeah, he gave some shares away. But because when you get that type yeah, of that's position, your that's your equity. Yeah. So. He was cool with that. So now instead of having $222 billion, he probably got like $200 billion. Mm -hmm. So like, what is the difference? Like, and me, but I understand like, he not doing it for the money all the way. He doing it to stay on top as far, cause I seen him put some shit uh, yesterday, the other day, they, they on Twitter, was on Twitter going at it. Not going at it, just talking a little white, rich white people shit <laughs> about, Something that I feel like I think I need to make a stewardship's Twitter. I think I need to. Jeff Bezos put something on there about being number one and innovative, and that nigga what's name got on there and was like, Yeah, you're right. Elon Musk got under there, and then he gave that nigga a silver medal. <laughs> he got that nigga the number uh, two. Like, Yeah, you number two. Here nigga. You go, blah. Yeah, you go, boy. Where my goal? Put my goal. Shit on. It's like a much goal. That was just man. funny. Like, he, because he got 222 billion. But my thing was just time and money. That's funny. Like, man. I know he don't want the time. He spent his time doing what he want with it, but I was just saying as far as in me like i want to be able to spend time exactly i want to actually like my family and travel the world and I, do stuff like that all the time i just want to like just get to that point where it's like i want to make my money work for me i actually want to get to that point i don't give a fuck about working all these damn hours and shit i'm just like man real talk the game of the game is pay me more to work less yeah and then i'll work like and my thing is if the outcome is work like right now I got something I want to pop off, but me popping it off for the first three years, I had to literally bust my ass for sure, for sure. I'm cool with that because after three years, my vision is I have some money to put some people in position to where I can bring in just as much as the same money and be right here making a podcast with you while I'm just, my account is just, just still hitting yeah. every time a yeah. motherfucker make a load drop. Well, I just shit. realized because I was just listening to like a recent podcast, um, the Ghetto Boys Reloaded. And um, you know they had a um they that they guess on their comedian Simone B and mm. she was um she was uh talking about like you know um that was a, that was that was something she I said a lot say. on that podcast yeah there was, there was something that I, was, like, I wanted to say but like uh, that was something I wanted to really put across but I think I'm gonna just freestyle on it because like the main girl that she was talking about like she doesn't date a dude that does oh, yeah, nine, nine to five, five dude. and she had a real good like you know real good um take on that one like pretty much it's like. You're not really living to your goals because who the fuck like because she asks a question like at most of her shows like who works at nine to five applause everyone applause and then she's like how many people want to keep working at nine to five for 15 to 30 years of their life and no one applause same like pretty much get on your goal and try to do some shit you know what I'm saying um some nine to fives are yeah jobs not, that people yeah, yeah. went for not yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, but it's like not bad it's not bad but it's like do what you want to do it's like do what you want to do pretty much in yeah. the whole aspect do what you want to do and that can get you paid for real and like, then in all honesty no i almost know nine to five is that and then you need a team and then you need a team around you you need a structure of people that could actually like do some things like that's the same thing i've been watching in the wu-tang saga i'm sorry now the wu-tang saga nine members did you know there was two other motherfuckers that was helping RZA out the whole time with this shit? So that's like a total of fucking 10 people. Then you got like 12 other motherfuckers that's coming in this bitch. You didn't even know that Wu-Tang was that big. It's like, dude, this was a whole family that was running a plan that RZA had set up for five years. Trusting me for five years and I'll take y'all niggas, niggas to the moon. And he did. 
And that's all it takes, man. And it was a team. It wasn't just him. He put in work. Yeah. And it's like you could do what you want to do, man, but you got to have that right structure, that right structure around you. It's almost like a house. Yeah. You got the foundation, but now you got to, you got to get, got to get the builders. And I feel you on that. Yeah, shit, man. Shit, shit. We're builders, man. That's tight. That's, but that's that's a whole nother sister. That's a whole nother thing. As like as creative beings, we're builders. Yep. Are we trying? We gonna eventually have our own foundation. But yeah, we gonna make by it by platform. Man. What I mean, that's what yeah. I mean. Foundation is by platform. But damn, that's and crazy that's, how this was. I ain't gonna lie, man. Because I ain't gonna. We, we're not gonna even do the. We're not gonna even review the games. I we're was not, gonna actually ask you that, but I didn't want to ask you. No, nah, we're not. Uh, we're not like, gonna review the games. I was we kind of went, it, but that was too much went, typing. Yeah, we went deep into the John Gruden, and then now, now, like now into like you know other philosophies and shit. That I like this. I like this. So this ain't a state of shit podcast sports edition. This is like a. This is a podcast. It's a podcast, right? Here. Like we ain't had one the of these old podcast. We had these in a while. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> I like this. But you want to keep going, or how long we've been rolling on this one? Hold, let me think. Hmm, we can still keep going, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I know. I was watching last night. I was watching uh BMF, not the Fifty Cent BMF Word. series, but I was looking up just a lot of BMF old shit. The Smack DVD, yeah, they had a, a gangland about them. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just looking yeah, into yeah, all the yeah, investigation yeah. into what they did, which I've already seen gangs and shit up. I read the BMF book, but it's just it was just funny. Not fun. It was funny because a lot of the shit them niggas was doing. It's like now hindsight being twenty twenty, like them did them niggas locked up. It's like. Y'all niggas like it's just crazy because Big Meech's brother was getting on him about being too flashy, but he was the one with the fucking his phone was tapped and he didn't know it. You know what I'm saying? They was watching some crime shit one day and they was laughing about how the police man we glad they don't be tapping phones around here. But the police listening to the niggas say that shit with they tap phones. So the nigga on the other side that was being low key, he had been had his phone tapped. They've been watching him really since all through the '90s because he, you know, he from they from Detroit. They did a lot of shit, but. It was just crazy to see that, but they'd be hard. Crazy how motherfuckers just get got, get got on phone tap and shit like that. You gotta sit back and listen to that bitch go. Oh, I yep. forget how, yeah, I forget how that how that shit goes. Sometimes you'll hear hear your shit like skip a little bit. You gotta be quiet and hear that shit. Yeah, and then them niggas had, uh, of course, they had all of everything when it comes to cars, clothes, hoes. Like nobody gonna, nobody really did it like them niggas. I see a couple of niggas in Atlanta that tried to do it. Like Rallo, he tried to do it. He was on his way to being like BMF, but the crazy part about it is why would you keep trying? Why would you even want to go in Atlanta and be the next BMF when you see what happened to BMF in Atlanta? But uh, because you just see the flash and you don't really weigh the you don't really weigh the consequences probably. Yeah, and then it's kind of like shit, the BMF motherfuckers, man, they still good. They still in, in in like maximum security. They still good. They coming home though. Them niggas ain't yeah. nothing. Only people. Only it was like only a yeah. few of them got life, and they got life because they was indicted on murders. Mm. But the RICO charges got them niggas thirty years. Yeah, they the RICO played. charge ones, the ones that's in the feds. Yeah, that's what they I'm all in the about. feds though, because yeah. they got it was a uh, yeah, RICO it's a whole, charge. Yeah, it's a whole fucking like. But Big organization. and his bro got yeah. they was the kingpins, and they only got thirty apiece. They'll be home in ten years. Oh yeah, so twenty thirty one. Yeah, didn't Jay Prince just post something about this? He was posting about Hoover. Yeah, Larry Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was uh saying that Kanye West and Drake was helping him with Larry Hoover. Okay, okay, okay. But that was a strategic OG talk. 
he was just putting them both in the same sentence. That was a power move, letting him know like, nigga, I got Drake and Kanye on the same mission. Can't nobody else in the hood tell me one more person that can get Drake and Kanye West to do one thing together. The baddest bitch in the world can't even get them two to come fuck. <laughs> and them they niggas be like, standing right there. Be. They could, cause nigga, Jay Prince don't play. When Jay call, when the boss call, you come. If you in two, you got standing to, like that. Standing like have, that in the picture too. You might I have ain't saying how you standing, but he was standing like that in the picture too. You might have a coworker you <laughs> don't fuck with Johnny at work. Every time you see, you stay away from this nigga. This nigga stay away from you. But if the boss call both of y'all niggas to the office, y'all both will be up there. The oh yeah, time. for sure. And ain't gonna be no smoke. Y'all gonna have to be chilling. Like I might not be in here acting friendly with your ass. No, that's but how we gonna get the mis- how He might is. say, hey, I need y'all two to go. I'm just gonna use. Y'all might not do it, but I'm gonna use a Sigma thing. Y'all need y'all two to go unload this truck. Y'all niggas ain't gonna be like, I don't fuck with that nigga. Let them niggas tell Jay Prince that. Boy, Jay gonna go on that. He gonna get on their ass. I don't know what kind of strings he pulled, but obviously he pulled something. He gonna be like, he gonna talk to him soft because nah, Jay Prince is not the man to raise his voice. He, he like he don't do a lot of talking. Yeah, he ain't the he, man to raise his voice. Like Drake and Ye understand him, so I feel like with him, he'll just look at him and shake his head and be like, all right. Because they already know what's, what that all right mean. He ain't got to sit there and make no threats and shit. But like a young nigga, like young boy, that's why he had to call him dumb boy <laughs> and talk that shit to him because he just really knows he don't know. I have to explain to this nigga what the fuck really going on out here, man, because he don't really know what's going on. Because when he told me stay out my business, nigga, Texas is my business. I was nigga. like, whoa. I was I like, when he said it, I was like, whoa, bro. This dude, I, know you don't I know said, nothing. this the Don just kind of helped you a little bit. So, yeah, but they solid. It's all solid. Yeah, like, I know. Uh, young boy fuck with some real, real niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like the niggas that Jay Prince respect, the OGs that Jay Prince respect. That not like he's no, they all got respect for each other. Ape nigga, young boy kind of like he locked in with them niggas. Them OGs out in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. OG Booby Black, like all the Birdman people. Man, that nigga Birdman swear by young boy. That nigga, I swear that nigga like man, that nigga, I swear he I, he just I know he would love to sign young boy, but he swear by young boy. I had nigga had a whole interview. He was just. Just talking about young yeah, I don't man, think young boy was signed with Birdman. Young boy just signed with uh Motown. He signed he to himself, but he signed his uh NBA click to Motown. Mm. So cause he locked up, he can't push the product. So he, you know, I guess did a little deal to get the product pushed. But that's why I say he got some real ball shit. He about to drop the compilation. Shit, all he out. had to do was get that spin. All you got to go to get some spins, man. Shit, like in Motown, that's that's a that's a that's an odd one. That's an odd one. Never really heard many rappers that do that like that. Yeah, but he always talk about that's an uh, up north record labels for some reason. He always talk about High Bridge in New York. Mm-hmm. He ain't never speak on Motown, but him being a music fan, you know, he come from like his family. He from Louisiana. Jazz and all of that shit is instruments and all of that shit is big and it's you know all cop band and all that shit. So just music, yeah, in music in mm. general, everything. So he kind of in tune with that shit. So that shit kind of go hand in hand with him, man. It's kind of like my family, like um some of the males in my family, they got like little ties and music records, um studios and whatnot in New yeah, Orleans, and you like know, they're a, deep in New Orleans and shit. And that was their statement when they did the deal was. To be linked with this historic label you know what i'm saying they felt good about that and he got like two artists he got more than two artists he got michi baby who pop off in like baton rouge he began like played on the radio and shit like that but he also got this nigga named no cap no cap he be popping like i be looking at his videos on youtube all his videos be having millions of views like within days comments the people love that nigga and shit he like he get a little shows and money and shit. Quando Rondo can't get no show money, but this mm-hmm. shit still pop off with millions of views and 
Michi baby, he be like at all 600, 700,000 views and shit, but all he talk about is selling heroin because he living in Baton Rouge right now. So all he talk about is gang banging and selling heroin. Ain't dog food. Yeah, that's how he got a song. Literally got a song called Dog Food. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like the song, his first song he got put on the radio out there in Baton Rouge. Hey, man, shit. It's no different. I feel like that's no different than the shit that I listen to, like, you know, from up north Buffalo. But I'm not going to even talk on that one. But hey, man, I can't wait until next week because Conway the Machine is going to be out here. I'm definitely going to that concert. I'll be happy for you, man. I like to see people get out and do things, man. Mm-hmm. man it's to be something. And you know me, man. I've been working, 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 working. I've been a working fool. I just got off of work and now I'm back working right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and this then, is dedication right here. This is dedication right here. And then you're going to, uh, Clear some space on your phone so you can take some video so you can yes, post sir. it on yes, Instagram. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I don't know. I'll be holding my shit. You gotta post it, bro. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it, but you know, I'll be holding my shit. But like, you know, you know Anderson you Pack, you know, that Anderson Pack um, video that, that I showed? Yeah. Dude, I, I, I went to go see Anderson Pack. Like, that was like. Do your first vlog. Nah, What's all vlog. you gotta do in the vlog is. You nah, already know. I don't like yourself. vlogs. I don't but like it's vlogs. Easy. But I don't like doing vlogs. Well, you I don't, don't like, doing vlogs. like it, but you kind of do it anyway, though. No, I don't do vlogs. You don't, but like, bro. I don't do vlogs. No, dude. what I mean to let uh, me speak. Let me a- speak. I know what a vlog is. If I mentioned it, I, I didn't speak out my ass. But this is what <laughs> I want to tell you: is when you get on Facebook and you show videos of you chilling and you talking and you like, yeah, I'm just taking a walk and talking, or when you chilling in. Whatever you may be doing, you all, you multiple videos. I can go on your social media page right now, bro. You got multiple. That's all it is, is you explaining what you're doing at that moment, bro. What's the difference? But I think I be having messages in my shit, though. That's a message, nigga. You gonna but make a whole a vlog? What I be thinking about a whole vlog is like I gotta fucking bring you like through my whole day. Mm-mm, let like me tell you what's crazy. Ass, like that's a long what I like. ass recording. That's of. what I like about YouTube Shorts, and that's what I like about motherfucking TikTok. Nigga, I can, I'm a crime. All that shit within the, the longest I'm gonna do is a two minute video. But the shortest, I'm, I'm trying to get that 15. I'm trying to cram that shit. If not the video, like that one wouldn't be the 15 seconds. Well, I'm gonna do that when it comes to social video. media, in order to grab the people, they like their shit quick. It gotta be yeah, quick. Yeah, that's why I say so. You wouldn't even have to sit there and make a long 15, 20 minute YouTube video. You can sit there and make a minute and a half thing where you just doing some shit, but you probably not even talking. You just typing the shit and you know popping up on the screen but like kind conway and you probably zoom i'm in. not doing a vlog man i know man. i'm just trying to convince <laughs> you man i would like you to man damn i'm not doing a fucking vlog I, you could talk all that shit you talking about i'm like nah man i'm just not gonna do that that's just too corny to i want to do me i one, feel though. vlogging is corny i'm sorry i know i got a homegirl that wanted to that want that they talked talked about that vlogging shit she wanted to vlog but that was around the time when i was talking about podcasting I'm like podcasting and vlogging are two different fucking things. They are, but it's a source of entertainment. And can yeah, I be honest? I want to be entertaining like I that, but I don't want to be no vlogging I shit. I watch vlogs. That's cool. And you want me to tell you why I watch them? And I'm just cool. using that as an example because of why people will watch it. So you got it. Ain't all about me. It's about who yeah. I'm trying to get to buy mm-hmm. into my shit. And mm-hmm. I know this to be a fact. That's the experience. He only come. It ain't like this. Ain't Las Vegas. That nigga ain't over there posted up at the goddamn spot, Conway, where he just gonna be performing every week and niggas can go see him. Nah, it's like if I go somewhere where a lot of people that's on my friends list that's on may not go. I might go up to north to Minnesota and do some shit at the lakes. Me showing them a video up there, me giving them a short video explaining some shit would just be me putting them on to some shit. That's not corn. That's how I look at it. I don't look at it as in me trying to show out to you. I look at me. I'm at the concert. No, it's me showing you what the Conway concert would be like. 
so you may want to experience it. Hmm. Same thing. That's why I be wanting to travel to all these weird ass places. Cause niggas go there and be like, hey man, it's midnight and the sun is still up over here in Finland. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to Finland. Like, that's cool to me. That's all it is. You just informing the people that have never experienced and it. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm gonna be at a gangsta ass concert. But that's you know cool. what? I can do that. But cause that's how I'm but I was just giving you my It's funny, is that the concerts I normally go to got the gangster vibe. Yeah. So now a lot of people do do that shit. They post shit to show you, hi, look at me. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm in, trying I'm to in do Insta that. ball. Ooh, like, hell no, I ain't nah, trying to but look. one thing about I'm me is the ball. That's I never even media. look at the person that's talking. Mm-hmm. You could be like, man, what that nigga say? I'll be like, huh? Oh my bad I was looking at the fucking mountains In the background Cause that's all I'm doing anyway I don't give a fuck about that White person Black person Bad bitch It be I don't give And that's what them chicks Will try to do They'll try to put on All these sexy ass clothes To get you Nah bitch Move out the camera ho. I need to see that shit back there Cause that's where I'm trying to go You ain't gonna be there When I get there <laughs> Shit And I show for sure If I, hey, see, if man, I, I see that ass man I'm trying to look at the mountain caps Yeah I, man, I can, After I look at that ass one time it's, it's gonna look the same every time bro But as she walked That scene is changing So mm-hmm. I'm trying to see the scene That's behind. not gonna remind me man When you see the fucking Like when you see the Rocky Mountains Yeah That shit looks fucking beautiful Like I if said, you would've vlogged that bro You could've showed me with the I don't Rocky have the vlogs But I do got, I do, I do got pictures Yeah I but I'm saying like I'm just saying like In the process Cause it gives you a more feeling Like the pictures are cool And I love the pictures too but I'm saying like the vlogs gives you like it'll literally walk you down the street sometime. Mm. Like we posted we going to Piedra de Piedra Negras, Mexico, right next week. Mm-hmm. And I looked on the vlog. First thing I did was went to YouTube and typed in Piedra Mexico because I want to get the vlog of people that went there. So I see people walking down. I, now I went from thinking it was a small town with a lot of trees. Now I'm like, okay, this is like a little town. They got a fucking like a lot of guys. They got grocery stores. It's, Okay, it's gonna be liquor stores. It's, it's shit out here. Now you see now how you how now how you um how, how not okay now how you present it how you how you um, actually like you know pitch it you make it sound good like vlogging could actually be m- more informational than personal. Yeah. That's what sometimes I be I get the the idea idea that maybe that's how I was introduced to vlogging in the beginning because that's how I felt like you know I don't give a fuck about the personal shit. I actually want to give information and stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, if it's anything, I'd rather talk my mind instead of just be in that shit, try to, like, but how you put it, you know, just enjoying the moment of a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, say, if I was at the Grand Canyon or something like that, or if I was in a whole different, or if I was at a whole different, um, different country that I've never been to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. And then how many people on your page have been to the Grand Canyon? Like some people have nobody. I don't know what I'm saying. Like know. in your opinion, you, my my thought is a lot of these niggas. I ain't gonna say haven't been to the Grand Canyon, but a lot of the little weird places that I would go, I'm like shit. These niggas ain't there every day. For the majority of them, a lot of these people may have. But if I have 500 friends, I would say 350 haven't been to Minnesota. Now, and they would think it's just now, some cold ass dungeon. Now, I would not do tundra. Just, now, what I would not do. I'm gonna try to just make it comical. I would not take that shit out in the hood or anywhere. Nah, see like, that's the, the stupid USA. shit. I ain't go unless, <laughs> unless, unless. Can I be honest? Go ahead. Unless you showing me them <clears> thoughts. That's it. I that's now that's when I will just look at the thoughts in the background because it showed me like, damn, it be jumping over. That's there. reasonable. Man, that's Tijuana. Reasonable. Don't that's even reasonable. Ask me how I know. I'm not saying I'll do it, but that's don't reasonable. even ask me how I know. But Tijuana got some some bad little spots in the hood, bro. With Tijuana, a, with Mexico, where them chicks just be obviously. out. I'm talking about just obviously. Bro, I was like, what obviously, the fuck? I got this young ass nigga. I got this young ass cat that I work with, man. That dude be like, he, you, 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 would you mention that to him? He'll be like, oh fuck no, man, I ain't trying to catch nothing. Blah blah blah. 
It's whatever. Just that's what yeah. you'll say. <laughs> so I know what Which you I mean. Like, they out there. They out there. Obviously, yeah. Which I'm not. That's the type of nigga I am. But <clears> shit, <throat> I'm pretty sure Houston got a higher disease rate than some of them Mexican cities. Niggas just love to say that. I shit. say disease is disease. You don't know really what that rate is. Just all, it's out there. Yeah, I, I don't. To, I, I don't even. I don't even underplay it like that to the point where I play with percentage on it. Bro, I used to teach the classes on that shit bro mm-hmm. houston was the, it's the most populated i mean the most infected city in the state or well, harris county is the most infected county in the state of texas by far bro damn they always have been it's been like that for years bro like hiv chlamydia yeah. all that shit we got the most people but even like percentage wise our percentages are higher than dallas county bear county which is in san antonio travis county which Ugh. is in austin Raw for real, I'm telling you, man. So, so when niggas in Houston one, talk I'm that kind of one shit, woman. when niggas out here talk that kind of shit, I'd be like, bro, you don't even know what the fuck going on. Because most of them niggas woman. have never even seen statistics. I would be like, hey, man, how many people out here, man? I don't even know. I ain't never. That's the first thing they're going to say. But I can tell you for sure, I've had that book. I've had books where it was dating back to, I think, like 2011. But even by then, like, we was up by multiple, multiple, multiple uh, percentages. I can look it up right now and I guarantee you. You see, that's why I said I don't play it. <laughs> I wouldn't even know that, but I don't want to play it. Yeah, but so when it comes to disease, <clears throat> what I would we used to, used to tell people, you got it's all about you. Mm-hmm. You got to protect yourself. Yeah. You can't be out here looking for nobody to protect you, even your partner most of the time. Cause shit, these hoes they for everybody. Nah, but I just want to say that song. I don't, they are the, <laughs> they are they are for everybody though. But uh. <laughs> No cap, but at the same time, you just gotta protect yourself, man. Yeah. R- strap up. Don't pick no trash up off the floor. All that shit. <laughs> like it, the quality of the woman means a little bit of something that increase your chances of being safer. You protecting yourself by wearing a condom, a quality condom, not none of that Planned Parenthood shit, will increase your chances. Like you know what I'm saying? Like don't eat no pussy on the first date. That'll increase your chances. <laughs> It's a lot of shit to go into, like being, uh, you know what I'm saying. But I ain't gonna lie, man. Yourself. If you just think about it at times, man, uh, even though sex is fun and it's good and shit like that, you gotta just think about it. It's like you just all, it's like a fucking pool of germs almost, like at times. And the sad part about it is, it's way more women than men, but the women are just fucking a certain, it's a lot, it's way, it's like a gang of niggas that get no pussy right so the bitches just fucking all the same niggas like it's a gang of niggas that fuck 30 bitches but it's a gang of niggas to get no pussy but the women to brace men ratio is women to four or five having me it's crazy so like, women getting more they just getting, fucking all yeah, the same they getting more than we are getting from them because like if you got money you fuck you can fuck probably five six bitches every week Mm. Three, four different bitches every week. If you got the money. If you got, if you are just living that life, clubbing, spending restaurants, spending money, you just got the money to live that type of life where you out and about social life. You know what I'm saying? The real social life. You ain't, your money coming in, you ain't spending a lot of time at work. You, I'm gonna go, all right, man, it's lunchtime. I'm gonna go sit up and have me a drink and a, get some shoot at the Micho kind of. So, because of the ratio of women versus men, women get more. Yeah, and then the fact that a woman can fuck who they want. Like a woman can call any nigga and say, come fuck me. And a nigga ain't going to be like, man, I ain't fucking today, dog. Like a nigga going to come fuck. Now, if a nigga, you can't call no chick and just be like, I'm finna come get some of that pussy. 
Shit, that bitch got all kind of shit going on. She might be like, that all not depends today. on. That all depends on who. That all depends on what type of nigga you are. Yeah, on, on, on but shit. she could be on a period. Like it's a lot of shit that's that going on. That depends on what type of nigga. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also still, but I'm just saying, like for the average person, the most people, like that would be a deterrent. Most things, it's a deterrent. <laughs> just women, man, women, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> on average. Now you got a lot of women. You got some niggas like they can got some pussy on call. But I'm saying for yeah. the, the average women can call a nigga and get some dick way faster than a nigga can call a bitch over and get some pussy i'm telling you a bitch ain't gotta have no money like a nigga broke nigga ain't got shit going on man nigga can't nigga can't call yeah, there'll no. be times i'll be fucking tired boom but the chick is like man chick would be over. chilling at her aunt house i her, would i would i would do it she I would be do chilling it. at her granny house with the <clears> kids <throat> and be like hey man i need some dick Come over here. Yeah. Now, nigga over there with the granny house with the kids, chick might not. Like, it's just like, but like a nigga had said it online one time, right? A woman said, a woman said online one time, she said, a woman can fuck who she want to fuck. And a man replied, true, but a man can marry who he want to marry. And that's the facts. Yeah, you can. Like, woman, she can fuck all she want, but she can't never, like, she ain't proposing to a nigga for the most part. Like, she women, some women do. That's hurtful. But the averages of women proposing to men are kind of all the way thrown off. So, it was just funny. That was just some funny shit, man. That's fucked up. But anyways, guys, we have to wrap it up right now. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of Still the Shit Podcast. That's what this was cool, cool ass episode. But anyways, y'all can follow us always. Like and subscribe to us on whatever listening platform that y'all listening to us right now. Shit, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, um, Amazon. Also follow us on Instagram at Steadership. That's S T E E R T H E S H I P. And you can follow me at Mr. Johnny Woe. And you can follow the homie J Mo at J Mo J A M O seven one three. Follow the TikTok at S T E E R T H E S H I P S P O R T S, which is still the ship sports. You can follow the YouTube. He's staring me down when he fucking spelled that out. <laughs> you can follow the YouTube, YouTube page. Yes, yes. Follow J Mo's journal on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing posted. Mm-hmm. I don't know when something will be posted, but I want to see if somebody just. What's it? What's what's your what's your what's your YouTube is again? No, no. What's your YouTube is? What's your YouTube again? I have zero subscribers, though. What's your YouTube again? Like I'm a very talented individual. I don't fuck. I ain't got nobody want to listen to my shit. Well, I ain't post shit assholes. Because they assholes. I ain't post shit to give them listen to. Honestly, because they assholes. uh, I post something soon, but uh, Jamo's journal. Jamo, that's the name. Jamo's journal. Yeah, right, cool, I cool, created cool. a whole different Instagram oh, YouTube. Right. Than my, uh, YouTube. I said YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. You said yeah, YouTube. I created a whole another YouTube other than my Jamo Seven One Three. With Jamo Seven One Three, I ain't post. I post like some old Fortnite video way, way back in the gap. But uh, this one's gonna be all Jamo's journal. Why just? You'll see. It'll be nice, man. I'm gonna check it out. Fucking right. But anyways, guys, that's it for us on Steady Ship. You know what I'm saying? Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.